We have news now to report involving our own network. News to us here at CNN and you at home. CNN's chairman and CEO, Chris Licht, is leaving the network. Today was an unusual one at CNN. But our colleague Amal Sharma, the Wall Street Journal's media editor, wasn't entirely surprised by the news. Did you see it coming? In a way, yes. You could see this coming. It was sort of a slow-motion car wreck for the past several months, but it just felt like maybe he would survive it. I mean, you did see it coming because you emailed me earlier this week and said we should do an episode on Chris Licht. I did, I did say, you know what? There's a decent chance we're headed in that direction. The news comes about a year after Licht took over CNN, and it ends a tenure that was marked by a number of big controversies. He had support from the top of CNN's parent company, Warner Brothers Discovery, just days ago, but things have unraveled quickly. A series of missteps that he made have just undone him really quickly. And so people are still inside the network and in the industry just trying to grasp what's gone on here. The downfall of Chris Licht comes at a critical moment for CNN. And it's happening just 18 months before the next presidential election. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Wednesday, June 7th. Coming up on the show, why CNN boss Chris Licht is out. This episode is brought to you by Vonage. With Vonage Video API, your developers can easily create custom video experiences tailored to your business. Enhance every conversation with live video, whether it's delivering faster tech support, improving customer service, or enabling interactive meetings and events. Unlock the true video potential of your business. Discover how at Vonage.com. Last year, CNN's parent company, Warner Media, merged with Discovery. The man put in charge of this new company was David Zaslav. And one of his first orders of business was to find a new boss for CNN. Zaslav chose Chris Licht. Who is Chris Licht? Chris Licht is a television producer, news producer. He was the executive producer of The Late Show at CBS with uh, Stephen Colbert. He had done other CBS news producing. And earlier in his career, he was known for launching Morning Joe on MSNBC. So really, he got this job because of his chops as a producer. And he was respected for that in the industry, but really wasn't a business executive. Why was Licht chosen for this job? He has a great relationship with David Zaslav, or Zaz as he's known. It was surprising to some people in the industry. You know, this is maybe not the pick we were expecting. But people could see it afterwards. Okay, he's close to Zaz and he's got a lot of production experience, so let's see how he does. After high ratings during the Trump years, CNN was now struggling with low ratings. And Licht was tasked with turning things around. His first task was really unfortunate. CNN had this streaming service called CNN Plus. 
it was not doing well, at least according to to Warner, and they wanted to shut it down. So literally the first thing that Licht had to do was come in, oversee the shutdown of this network, and he had to say bye to a lot of employees at CNN immediately. And then, you know, after that, it was, okay, how do we get our programming to sort of bounce back? They had to figure out what to do at prime time and just figure out the right formula to try to get ratings to bounce back. And Licht had another task ahead of him, to reset CNN's editorial approach. Basically, he said, you know, there's a lane in American cable news to be dispassionate, be down the middle. Advertisers will like that. Viewers will like that. And crucially, the research that CNN had done was saying, okay, inflammatory political coverage is a turnoff. This is what sources at the network have told us. They were hearing that not just from Republicans and conservatives or even centrists, but Licht believed that even liberals were being turned off by CNN, that it was like, we go to MSNBC to be the op-ed page of cable news, and CNN, we don't want you to do that. You're supposed to be like the straight news people. And so he gathered that all in and, um, and started about making this change. His first big change came in August, when he canceled the network's longest-running program, the media show Reliable Sources. The new leadership decided it no longer wanted to dedicate an hour of television examining its own industry. Then, in September, CNN announced that primetime anchor Don Lemon would be one of the hosts for a new morning show. But that didn't go so well. So Lemon made various comments that got him in trouble, including a sexist remark aimed at Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry. When a woman is considered to be in her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s. What are you that's talking about? Acor- that's not according to me. Prime for what? And it just didn't sit well with his colleagues, with CNN staffers writ large. So there was a lot of pressure on Licht to, to do something about that. And recently, Lemon was forced out. Well, there was also a big development today at our own network, CNN parting ways with anchor Don Lemon. What kind of support did... Licked have for these moves? I would say the support he had was mixed. I think their anchors and staffers were giving him a chance. Let's see how this goes. We don't love everything that's coming out of the mouth of top people at CNN and Warner, but, you know, maybe these programming moves will spark something in the ratings and just sort of give him a little leeway. They were cautious, though, and, you know, he didn't have a lot of margin for error, but that's people were willing to sort of give it a chance. But the network's low ratings weren't improving. In fact, they were getting worse. In the first quarter of this year, the audience was about a third of what CNN averaged in 2020. Amazingly, his bosses backed him up completely. They'd say, this isn't about ratings right now. He needs time to change the network. But Lick's biggest and most controversial move was yet to come. In May... CNN announced it would host a live town hall event featuring former President Donald Trump. Well, this was basically the most high-profile example of Lick's imprint on the network to this point was this Trump town hall. It's something that a lot of people at CNN would not have wanted to do previously, but you knew under this new management, this is what's different. Lick's view was we need to 
hear from Donald Trump. He's the front runner for the GOP nomination. We can't ignore what he has to say. And if he's going to say things that are really objectionable to a lot of the audience, they just need to hear it because he's a presidential candidate. On May 10th at 8 p.m., the town hall began. Please welcome the front runner for the Republican nomination, former President Donald Trump. Quickly, things got tense between Trump and CNN's host, Caitlin Collins. Why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them? Are you them? ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's you the mind? answer? Can I, do you mind? I would like for you to answer the okay, question. Okay, it's very simple to That's answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to You're a nasty person, I'll tell you. <laughs> The studio audience seemed to love it. The nature and the makeup of the crowd felt to be a decent number of really hardcore Trump supporters. They were allowed to cheer and clap at different points, which, you know, if you watch political debates, quite often people are told don't, you know, make any noise until the end or something like that. This was not that kind of town hall. People were interjecting. It felt to a lot of CNN staffers more like a rally at times. And so it did not take long for the complaints to start pouring in that this had been a debacle. The fallout from that debacle is next. This episode is brought to you by Global X ETFs. Buzz around artificial intelligence is seemingly everywhere. Is your portfolio keeping up? Consider the Global X Artificial Intelligence and Technology ETF, ticker AIQ, which invests in dozens of stocks at the leading edge of this disruption. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Technology companies can be affected by rapid product obsolescence and intense industry competition. Before investing carefully, consider the fund's objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the full or summary prospectus at GlobalXETFs.com. Read carefully. Distributed by SEI Investments Distribution Company. This episode is brought to you by Vonage. With Vonage Video API, your developers can easily create custom video experiences tailored to your business. Enhance every conversation with live video, whether it's delivering faster tech support, improving customer service, or enabling interactive meetings and events. Unlock the true video potential of your business. Discover how at Vonage.com. So what happened after the Trump town hall? Well, soon after the town hall, the reports started just flooding in everywhere that CNN staffers were really angry about what had taken place. They felt it had been a disaster. Not everyone, but enough people that you could tell that it had momentum. And Chris Licht had to go address it on a morning editorial call and sort of defended it and said, this is, you know, the kind of thing that CNN needs to do. It's, you know, being sort of courageous in this news world. This is the the right strategy. But it did not quell the criticism. It actually just kept building. People were ex- extraordinarily upset. Why did you agree to this? What were the terms? Why was the crowd cheering? There were a lot of different questions, complaints, anger after that event. Was that a turning point for Licht? That was definitely a turning point. I think people had been giving him a chance and were really 
trying to see it through his eyes, what he was trying to do to the network and just give him time, I think felt like, well, if this is what the future of CNN looks like, I don't want to sign up to that. That wasn't everyone, but there were enough of those people to really create noise and pressure on him. That pressure ratcheted up last week when The Atlantic published a blistering profile on Licht. And it was done with Licht's involvement. I mean, it was jaw-dropping. First of all, the very fact that Chris Licht had given this level of access to a reporter during a stretch of time that's one of the hardest, toughest, worst for the network in its history, a lot of people were just scratching their head, like, why did you even do this? In the 15,000-word article, Licht was critical of CNN's past coverage, everything from COVID to the network's approach to Trump. He also made disparaging remarks about the network's previous leader. So it was just one after another revelation and just on-the-record commentary was just jaw-dropping, honestly. It really was. And what was the reaction to that piece? Immediately, people started texting with each other, like, the countdown begins. This guy is, how is he going to survive this? Staffers and top anchors inside CNN, I think, started assessing, can we still work with this guy? The town hall and now the article, it's too much. We need a change. We don't believe in this leadership anymore. And a good number of them started to come to the conclusion that, no, this can't go forward. Big name anchors started registering their complaints about the situation. Jake Tapper, Anderson Cooper, Aaron Burnett, we reported. Other outlets have reported on other big names who complained. And so I think that started to give a lot of momentum to, you know, the idea that this just wasn't going to last. What do you know about Lick's last days? After the Atlantic article came out, it came out on a Friday. So over the weekend, all of us were like, is he going to make it to Monday? What's going on? How is he going to address this? He showed up on the morning CNN editorial call at 9 a.m. on Monday and gave a huge apology to staff. And spoke for several minutes and said, you know, Basically, I shouldn't be the news. Um, CNN should be in the news, but not me. And I'm distracting from the great journalistic work we're doing. And at the end of it, he said, I'm going to fight like hell to win your trust back. So as of Monday, he was going to campaign for people's trust. And he followed that up with calls to staff, to anchors trying to sort of shore up support. But, you know, at the same time, the complaints were pouring in, and it just proved too much. This morning, Warner Brothers Discovery boss David Zaslov joined the CNN morning editorial call and told staff that Licht was out. Obviously, it was a really awkward moment to have to show up after you've been backing this guy aggressively, and everyone in that room feels like Zaslov is sort of the force that's been pushing change at CNN. And he had to face these employees and tell them this news. Just a really surreal event. While the network looks for Lick's replacement, an interim trio of CNN veterans is taking control. It feels like an important moment for CNN because we're just 18 months away from the next presidential election. Absolutely. I mean, it's critical for them to 
get the right leader now. They're entering into this primary cycle for the election. You want to have a really clear strategy, have clear leadership at the top, and you want your staff to feel at ease after all this chaos and turbulence for the past several months. So it's a big decision, and I don't think they have you know a ton of time to straighten this out and make make the decision. What does this mean for CNN now? Like, where does the story go from here? I think the real question for CNN now is, are they going to continue on this path that Chris Licht put them on and just put in a new person to execute that? Or is this a pivot point where they maybe go back a little bit to the way they were doing things and sort of reject the last year as kind of a bad experiment? And we don't know the answer to that yet, but I think that's going to determine the network's fate for the next few years. I think what's interesting about the story is it's really a case study in management because Chris Licht came into this job trying to reset the network's whole editorial philosophy and kind of bring about fairly dramatic change in their approach to coverage. And the way you have to do that, I think, as a leader is carefully and gradually, and you have to be really careful that you're not kind of insulting the previous regime that you just took over to the extent that you're offending all your new colleagues while somehow still bringing about change. And that's just a difficult balancing act for any corporate leader. That's all for today, Wednesday, June 7th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Additional reporting in today's episode by Joe Flint and Isabella Simonetti. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.